0: today is august 11th and ladies and gentlemen welcome back to another episode of the mashing joys podcast Woo! different tone for the intro this time keeping you on your toes uh thank you for coming back with us it is a pleasure as always to be here uh me being Cody Myers aka Mediocre Panda as well as across the interwebs as always from me is my cousin co-host and co-conspirator for world domination Mr. Jason Kaysen how's it going dude
1: uh it's going great man yeah um yeah got uh got a lot going on Got some podcast stuff rolling out, pretty stoked about that. Got some new games coming out oh, yeah. uh, that I'm sure we're going to talk about today, so I'm stoked about that. Yep. Um, it's always nice when you're, you know, you're just doing your day-to-day stuff, and then you're like, you know what, I kind of want to look at something, maybe it's a, a new game or something, you start researching, and then all of a sudden, you're just hit with a bunch of good news, and that's yeah. what it was like for me to find out all these upcoming games. Um, yeah, so- holy shit. In a good mood. I'm in a good mood. It's a good day. Yeah,
0: uh, you know, it's not in a good mood. Uh, my bank account, fuck, it's screaming at me more than normal. <laughs> but uh, we will get into that. Um, episode. What are we on? Ten now? Eleven? Ten? Fucking a. That's ten whole episodes. Holy shit. Um. Well, we've had some exciting things come up since our last episode uh one of the most exciting things that has taken the entire fucking world by storm is a little game that i talked about a few episodes ago when we talked about ubisoft's fucking conference and devolver digitals um devolver putting out a little game called fall guys and uh that games out now on steam and playstation 4 free on playstation 4 with playstation plus for the month of august and my fucking god that game is probably the most fun i've ever had playing a video game i could play that game every day for a year easily yeah it's just you get so lost in it in just how much fun and stressful and to be honest kind of bullshit it is sometimes but it's just you can't stop it's like crack that's why i always use the uh <laughs> the uh <laughs> the analogy of it's like mario party on crack cuz it literally is because there's 60 fucking people yep but we've been playing it quite a bit catching a few dubs
1: just a few
0: um it's crazy to me that a game that we didn't really know about until barely a month ago uh has come out and literally taken the entire world of video games by storm. On release day, I went on Twitch just to see people playing it and stuff, and I looked at viewership numbers. Okay? Easily the most streamed video game on Twitch right now is Call of Duty Modern Warfare with how many people are playing uh, Warzone and of course this came out just before the season five update so um, a lot of people are watching that usually fluctuates between depending on the time of day uh, like 180,000 viewers to like 238,000 viewers uh, Fortnite usually hangs out in like the 100,000 range you know all the big games that people go to Twitch to watch Fall Guys was sitting at a crisp 580,000 viewers on release day. Crazy. Just watching this fucking nonsense. And it was so glorious. Uh, sucks for any streamers like myself who wanted to stream it that day. Cause guess what? No one's going to fucking find your channel. Right. <laughs> but um, honestly, you kind of forget about that when you're just having so much fun with it um what are your thoughts on the game itself um
1: my first initial thoughts is for any of you that haven't played it and you're trying to picture what it is it's mario party on steroids um and what i mean by that is multiple things so mario party is obviously um a a game where you would play it with you know how many friends? What Mario Party was up to eight, right?
0: Um, I know I haven't played any of the newer editions. I think the last one I played was like Mario Party Four on the GameCube. So mm-hmm. I think at that time it was only like four players. Yeah, but it might be higher now. I I'm think Mario Party true. Eight does up to eight. I could be wrong, but anyways makes sense. This
1: is this is you versus fifty nine other people, um, and the w- the other way it's different is it's not just like a a puzzle game that, you know, the last one at the end wins. Um, This is an elimination game. So you start with 60 people in a pool, and you go through these mini games. Some of them are individual. Some of them are team-based. And you get to the final anywhere from four to eight, and then you run sometimes even more, and you'll run a final game, and the last man standing in that game wins so there's game modes where you know generally it's a game mode built for four people but this time there's eight and so it makes it even more difficult you're never going to get the same scenario which makes it even better and it's just it's one of those games that's so competitive but it's so it's not toxic because of how simple and ridiculous the game is you can't get mad at it because like even I, I was trying to explain it to we had we had some friends over the other night and I was trying to explain it to them like you can watch big time streamers, not even qualify in a round because most of it some of it is skill based but most of it is strategy based so if you haven't played it a lot you don't know how to get through some of these rounds no one character has more skill than the other so like you can't sprint you can't um, you know, double jump. You can't do those things. Everyone has the exact same ability. So it comes down to luck because some game modes will take luck and other game modes will take strategy. You have to understand that, hey, you know, trying to finish first is probably not a good idea because I can get hit by this and get shoved all the way to the back and then you're not going to finish. Like a perfect one is the the tile one, the falling Oh, forward.
0: yeah, yeah
1: that's one where you don't want to be first. Cause if you're first and you fail and everyone follows your path and there's 20 people left in the top 10 advance, you're put all the way in the back because you were trying to finish first. So just being able to understand the game mode and strategize, I was actually watching um, good game bros stream on, uh, it was yesterday actually. And uh, he was playing fall guys and like the first three games he played, he didn't even qualify. And so I was in his chat and I was just telling him like, Hey, you know try to do this try to do this uh he was playing the 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 false door the door dash oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah he kept trying to jump and i was like don't jump just try to run and dive through the doors because when you jump and you're in piles of people that are also jumping your character's just going to keep doing flips and you're just going to be stuck in like a rotation and you're not going to finish in you know the top 20 or whatever it was mm-hmm. um and so it, it's being able to play it enough to understand the strategy, but it's not one of those games that, you know, you don't qualify and you didn't have fun. Like it, it's so, it, it, it's so simple that it can't be frustrating. Yeah. But it's frustrating, but it's yeah. not frustrating to the point where you, you want to quit. You want to keep playing because it's actually kind of funny to play. So, yeah, I love it. I, I've yet to, I've probably showed it to 10 people and I've yet to have a single person. Tell me that this game is terrible.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so at my work, I have all my coworkers. We all play video games, and we every so often we'll get together and play like some Apex or whatever. I have had just about every coworker come up to me and be like, Hey Cody, you ever heard of a game called Fall Guys? <laughs> I'm like, Yeah, bro, <laughs> trust me. Fuck, playing the shit out of it (laughs) like i don't know why apparently these poor devs man apparently they were getting review bombed on steam which is an absolute travesty because that game is so like the concept and execution of the actual game itself is immaculate Mm -hmm. it's so good they've just had i don't think they were expecting how popular this game would be right off the bat because they have been going down for server maintenance like every other day because they just had matchmaking issues and like servers just kept failing. And, you know, it's a rough situation to be put in, especially when you can tell they put a lot of hard work into this game, as simplistic as it looks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, apparently twitch says they're gonna do a twitch rivals like esport tournament for this game oh my gosh (laughs) that that is is gonna be so fucking amazing dude it's gonna be so crazy yeah because
1: just like what i said like there's no there's no skill advantage to um you know what character you select nothing when you start you are everyone is at an exact even advantage Mm
0: -hmm. so
1: to do competitive tournaments is going to be nuts cuz 80% of the wins are going to be luck based.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Oh, it's going to be awesome.
0: Yeah, and it's it's just amazing. I don't know what else more we can say about it. If you don't have if you have like an Xbox or something, go on Twitch and fucking watch it most incredible thing I've ever seen. If you're on YouTube, I've been watching a lot of like Mr. Fruits videos on the game because he's just hilarious. And his group of friends are hilarious and they just clearly have a lot of fun with it. And then if you're on steam or PlayStation, uh, get that shit. Mm -hmm. It's like 20 bucks on steam. If you have PlayStation plus it's free, uh, get it, play it. Tell us what you think about it in the comments. Um, Speaking of games and new and a lot of games, uh, we were discussing just a little bit before we got on here about the upcoming games. Uh, I took the time to go into the PlayStation store and write a fucking list. The list starts on Friday and ends in November. (laughs) There's at least... One new game like every week, yep. Like AAA games, not like indie titles and shit. These are full budget fucking releases. So, with a moment of your time, I would like to go through this list so we can talk about maybe what are we excited for, what are we, uh, what have we pre-ordered already, what have we uh, forgotten to pre-order and didn't realize? Oh shit, it's like now. Um. So today being the eleventh. Let's uh, let's start there. Um, UFC Four is out on Friday. Guess who forgot to pre-order it? This guy. Guess who didn't? That Guess guy. That. Yep. Nice dude. I'm coming over to your house just so I can play as Tyson Fury. That's fine. Um, the very next week we get PGA Tour Two K Twenty One, which I know Jason's very excited for.
1: Also pre-ordered.
0: Yep. Um, on the 25th, we get Madden NFL 21 with Mr. Lamar Jackson on the cover. Um, September 4th, another game that Jason's pre-ordered Avengers, (laughs) which we will talk about here in a moment. This is
1: slowly becoming how much trouble can Jason get in with his wife?
0: Yeah, uh. (laughs) We all know how big of a fan Kayla is of the mashing joys podcast. She listens to every episode religiously. (laughs) So, uh, cannot wait to send her the link to this one. Um, on the very same day we get NBA 2K 21. Not pre-ordered did not pre-order it. Um, Hey, let's get to a game. I pre-ordered Tony Hawk pro skater one and two pre-ordered. It's happening. In fact, if I look at my calendar here real fast uh, on the on, on Friday uh, the demo comes out. So for those who have pre-ordered the game, like this asshole, you get access to the demo, which is just the warehouse level from the first game. Yep. And literally that was selling point enough for me to pre-order it. Cause so I was Thanks. like, I, I need to play Tony Hawk. Um. October 1st, we're going to jump from September straight into October. We get Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. It's about fucking time, as we called it beforehand. Um, and then the very next day, we get Star Wars Squadrons. And then October 6th, we get FIFA. October 13th, we get NHL 2K, or 21. Uh, the 29th, we get uh, Watch Dogs Legion. After that was delayed from March. Um, November thirteenth, we get the new ser- the new entry in the Yakuza series, Like a Dragon. And then on November seventeenth, we have Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And finally on November nineteenth, the other game I've pre-ordered. Finally, God willing, we're getting Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. <laughs> god fucking willing <laughs> i don't know if, i don't know if they'll make it another delay like people be showing up at their headquarters with fucking pitchforks
1: yeah for real
0: like holy shit uh what a next few months for gaming yep oh my god
1: all leading up to the new console yeah potentially
0: yeah which we still have very limited information on both from sony and microsoft being very stingy Yep. um i saw a sweet meme of ghost of tsushima today of like sony and microsoft waiting to undercut each other's prices and it's like the standoff mode and it had like one dude was xbox and one guy was uh, oh playstation gosh. the xbox guy would charge be like 5.99 and he'd get slashed <laughs> 4.99 slash 4.49 slash he's just murdering all these guys Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Because yeah, we don't have we talked about this. We talked about this like basically daily. Uh we don't have a release date. We don't have a pre-order date. We don't have a fucking price. Yep. (laughs) Time's running out, guys. Like exactly. I don't know what else there is to say. I hope they might be like trying to go off a hype and be like, oh, if everyone's hyped, we're just we can just like basically release it and everyone will just buy it. Right. But then there are people. Like, moi, moi, <laughs> who, uh, need to make sure they can afford it before it comes out. I would yep. like to pre-order it so I don't have to wait a year to get one. Um, but we shall see, I suppose. Um, oh, speaking of games that are coming out, if you're watching this on release day, the 11th, uh, and you're a console player, congratulations. Hyperscape came out today. Um, I will be playing it right after this, so probably when this goes live, I will be playing it, and it's going to be incredible. I cannot fucking wait. Um, but back to Avengers. As us in the, uh, in the sphere know, the closed beta for PS4 pre-orders has gone live for this weekend. Uh, I happen to know somebody who pre ordered the game, and that man is you. Yeah, you, this guy. Oh, yeah. You, right yeah. there. You yeah. pre ordered it. I do. And I, do. Uh, I have not watched any footage of it. <sighs> I haven't read about it, anything. All I saw was one headline that said Avengers Beta better than everyone thought it would be. <laughs> Facts. Um, what? So. First off, let's talk about like what's included in the beta. What are your thoughts? Um,
1: So I'm not sure if it's going to be like its own standalone part of the story, but um, you get a glimpse of um, each character. So you get to play with each character, uh, main character anyways, um, and you get to play – a portion of the story and like I said I'm I'm not sure if it's going to be a standalone story like a a little prequel for what the game's going to be like or if it's the actual story of the game I can tell you it's very in depth so if it is that's kind of cool but it also sucks cuz now I have to replay it again um but you get to play so like you you start off and you actually get to see Taskmaster right off the off the bat and I will tell you uh, Taskmaster looks in this game looks better than uh, what uh, Scarecrow looked in the last Batman. Like, fantastic! Like, just so good. And the um, the best part about it is the the interaction that Taskmaster has with um, Black Widow is the focal point. So it's really cool that they're doing that because the movie that's about to come out, you know, it's going to get people hyped up about black widow and it's going to be in the game. So you're going to see a lot of people um, that are more aware of the storyline because of the game when they go see the movie. Um, So that's kind of cool, but you get a little bit of each character. You, you start to understand the, the way that you play. Um, From what I understand, from what I've played so far, it sounds like it's going to be, um obviously we already knew this is going to be post Avengers, right? So this is like um you know being a superhero has been banned. You can't do it. Um and you know this this company is taking over and they're doing some fishy stuff. So they're all trying to band back together to you know prove everyone's innocence. So it it starts with you guys trying to find Tony Stark or not Tony Stark. You're trying to find Jarvis um because Jarvis will have like a secret map. To Tony Stark So it honestly it kind of felt like uh, Star Wars And you're looking for um, this map To get Luke Skywalker um, So That that was cool um, But it was just cool to like Understand each character's um, Moves what they meant What they do um, And honestly Like the gameplay right, Obviously we don't know if they're going to change anything But the gameplay feels it feels a lot like Batman, um, but it also there are some button features that feel like um, the last Spider-Man. There's a lot of there's a lot of like counters that make you feel like it, it's Spider-Man because, um, and there's a lot of like uh, like button specific moves that remind me a lot of Batman. Um, but they also implemented like three specials, so each superhero has their own special ability, and then they have like a max special so like Hulk has his smash and then he has like his rage where he like runs at you um, and then he has his clap this is his like full special so um it's kind of cool I, I like it uh, Iron Man obviously has his, his hand cannons and then he has his chest cannon um and then he also has like a charge so basically you'll have like a, a minor superpower and then you'll have a charge and then you'll have like your main superpower. Um I can tell you it's it, it's actually pretty difficult. Um I just did it on normal just to kind of get the feel of the game. And it's not like you could just go through mashing buttons. Like the the enemies have their own um like their own strategy and it never it's never the same. Um And what's really cool is the map itself is, is very interactive. Like I can't stand games where like you're battling somewhere and like you throw something and it like goes through the wall because the wall's not meant to be broken or whatever. Like this, the entire map is interactive. So like there's a scene where you're like in the forest and you're Hulk and these guys are shooting at you and you're like picking up rocks and throwing them at them. And like, if you miss and you hit a tree, like it hits the tree and the tree falls. Like it's, it's very interactive and like you're inside a building with Hulk and like people are shooting stuff at you. And if it misses, it's breaking the glass behind you. Like it's very interactive, which is cool. It shows me that, you know, they definitely put the detail in your surroundings. I'm not sure how that's going to play into the game itself. Um, But, you know, with everyone saying that it's better than what they anticipated, I anticipated this game to be really good because to be totally honest with you, to have the movies out for as long as they are and this game to take so long to come out, like how this game didn't come out five years ago is beyond me. Um, because I feel like that's when, you know, Avengers and Marvel was at its peak. And now it's starting to, you know, slow down just a bit because people are age, you know, the main characters that we follow are moving out. And now you're getting these new characters where yeah the the kids are falling in love with Captain Marvel and and Black Panther and and all that but the OGs and Iron Man and Hulk and all these characters like they're being weeded out. So the fact that they're building a game based around these main characters felt like it was five years too late. So I felt like this game was just going to explode. There's no way this game doesn't because it, it took so long to come out. And then you know the initial reviews from everyone was like "Uh oh like this game might not be what you anticipated and did all this stuff which really got me down because i was like god like i as soon as this game was announced i pre-ordered it like i pre-ordered it almost a year in advance and then everything started coming out and it was one of those where i was like maybe i jumped the gun maybe i should have listened to some people and then all of a sudden um it wasn't gaining any traction that anything was changing um, until they changed like the look of the characters. That was a big one. They kind of had like a Sonic issue where they released mm-hmm. it, and everyone was like, yikes, that's, uh, that's not how these characters should look. So they changed it up a bit. Um, but yeah, it, my expectation was so low. Um, it was more like, a, I'm just going to play this because I have it. Uh, might as well. Um, and now I'm like, oh shit, I might, uh, I might even up the difficulty and go back and play through the beta again. Uh, before the game comes out because it was it was actually a lot of fun i'm actually really excited for this game to come out now
0: well uh don't you worry about that because based on my knowledge here this weekend was the first of three weekends of beta Uh, this weekend was playstation exclusive and then next weekend will be playstation and xbox and just like anyone who's fucking pre-ordered the game will get their beta and then the third weekend the weekend that i am now looking forward to is the open beta so that i can go fucking play the game nice so yeah i know i was one of those people i watched the the demo and stuff that they had and just looking at it, i could see kind of like the the batman meets spider-man kind of combat system Mm -hmm. um it just looked to me during that particular demo showcase really clunky especially with some bigger characters like hulk uh being a specific one and they also kind of made taskmaster the character not just not his appearance per se but like his actual ability and uh fighting to be uh total bit shit like just gonna get his ass whooped up and down the fucking road but um i am i will always be very happy to be proved wrong on games i expect to be uh not what people were hoping it would be mm-hmm. uh if it comes out and is exactly what you know people hoped it to be or even better i will gladly fucking eat my words and say this game is phenomenal um i will probably well not probably i'm definitely gonna have to wait until uh, at least release until i get it it's not gonna be like a last of us thing where i pre-order it and i'm counting down the days you know for sure um but i know i'm probably gonna be checking out a lot of the uh the footage from people playing the beta on YouTube where I might go watch some Twitch stuff. Um, but it's exciting for sure. Um, anything else you've been playing lately?
1: Um, well, the beta took up a lot of my time, but uh, part of the reason why we have this next streamer on here is because I've been playing a crap ton of rocket league lately. Yes, sir. And uh you know, we were going through our phase of, of uh, you know, cod or or Rocket League, whichever one was the least toxic that night. And mm-hmm. uh, I've just been going back, and I, I've I've been trying to get back into the rhythm of playing, uh, trying to get a little bit better so that I I can actually hold my own um, and carry you every now and then. And now uh, and then, compared I, to
0: currently, which is every night. <laughs> it's trying fine. To give you, You're humble. To give you some You're props. humble. I was trying to give you some props. Um, Sometimes I pull a good game out of my ass. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and and surprisingly, that's like the game that I'm absolute trash. <laughs> like it's it's never there's never been a game that we've played where we were both on our the our top No game. Like anytime you're on your top game, I'm absolute ass.
0: Yeah. Um, and every so. other game you're pretty good and I'm dog shit. That should just kind of sit in a corner.
1: <laughs>
0: Fair enough.
1: um i can tell you that uh um the flying skills are getting better um i'm tracking i'm doing a better job toggling the camera views um tracking the ball which is which is key um i have not played team that rocket league is one of those games where i won't play with a rando um i only play solos so i'm just trying to get better on the solo sphere but i know that uh the game skills don't necessarily translate to when there's teams because it's not just one V one to the goal. You can beat one guy, but then you got to beat another dude. That's probably camping in the net. So um, those will come that those skills will come. Hopefully they get better. Um, But uh, because we've been playing so much, that means I've been watching more people play. And that's what kind of got me turned on to GG fire, who we have on this episode uh, for our streamer uh, special here. And, uh, you know, Gigi fire has been a very rapid growing, uh, streamer. He has, you know, he started just over a year ago and he's already, you know, thousands of followers and he's doing charity streams, which generally you won't see till someone's, you know, a little bit bigger where they have a community that can fund some of these charities. And he's raising like 17 grand for these charities. Yeah. Um, which is absolutely insane. Um, and from talking with them, you know, they actually, um, they're implementing a new, uh, charity event every time they get a thousand followers. So once they hit like 9k, then they'll do another one. Um, and then 10k, they'll do another one. 11k, they'll be like DJ Khaled and do another one. And, (laughs) and so, um, It's really cool. And out of all the streamers that I followed or watched or whatever, um, you know, his community is by far the most involved out of any of them. So all of our all of our streamer specials, when we reach out to a streamer, we actually reach out to their community and ask for questions from their community. This was the first streamer of that series where I had multiple questions to ask him. Some of the communities will hit us up with questions, but they're questions that we would normally ask anyways. Um, but these questions were like in depth. There were some inside joke questions, so you can mm-hmm. tell that they've been some viewers that have been around for a while. Um, so really cool, and, and it was really cool just to sit down and talk with them. Unfortunately, we had some minor technical difficulties, so there will be a little more cuts than normal in this up in this uh interview, but nonetheless, great content. GG Fire is a good dude, um, and just one of One of those down to earth people that are just enjoyed and they're a joy to watch, not just because they're good at a game, but because the content they provide is just clutch. Um, so unfortunately, as much as I would have loved uh for you to be there, um, it was uh it was still a good conversation. Hopefully um we can have him on again later um, on this show and we can both be there and have a little more content, maybe even play Rocket League or something, but um really cool dude really good interview um and i I was really stoked to have the time to sit down with him i figured with this episode being that it was just me i figured we can get out of here uh and then just play that out um and that'll kind of end the stream so i'm not sure if you want to do our closing or if you just want to tell people to go have a great day like uh like some pleb but i'm sure you want to do your your whole outro where you tell people to wear a mask.
0: So, no, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah. I was really, I was really sad when, uh, when we were, when I, uh, for those of you who don't know, I was recently out of work for the past 17 days um, due to a family member getting tested for COVID. And um, I was out of work due to that, just waiting for a result. Thankfully, the results came back negative. We're all good here. But for all that time, I wasn't in work. And we scheduled all these so far in advance. And um, we didn't really anticipate it, really. It was kind of just like a bad, bad timing. But I uh, woke up this morning, went to work, and uh, Jason was like, hey, don't forget about our interview at, uh, at this time. And I was like, you mean like PM, right? Cause I'm at work. Cause I'm not going to be there. Cause so, uh, so yeah, we do, we do do the recording and this section at a different time. Uh, we do the record with the interviews and then we record our portion, but, um, yeah, I guess we could just do our outro now and, uh, we'll leave it up to you and the man himself to, to end us out so ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in listening to our voices seeing our faces once again uh it is truly a pleasure that we get to do this and that we get to talk to such amazing people like the one and only gg fire so um If you are enjoying the content, enjoying the episodes, uh, make sure to subscribe on the YouTube channel, subscribe on the podcast services, uh, like, share, subscribe, mash the bell, get notified when our new episodes go live. Comment down below. Let us know what you think of the interview, what you think about Fall Guys, games you're excited for coming up. Anything and everything we want to know about it and we want to have a conversation with you guys. Uh, We respond to every single uh, message we get, uh, whether it be on YouTube or on our socials, which by the way, Facebook, Mashing Joys, search it, find the page, like the page. And same thing with Instagram and Twitter at Mashing Joys, where we will be posting all of our content. If you feel so inclined I will shamelessly plug my Twitch stream now, twitch.tv slash MediocrePanda. We are so close to hitting the 50-follower mark. So um, we've been working at this for quite some time now, and uh, we're we're really picking up some traction. So if you want to show your support in that way, it would truly mean the world to me. Um, but, yeah, that's going to be it from us together as a duo for this episode. Thank you guys. Once again, uh, we couldn't do this without you guys. And we hope that we, uh, we put out the content you want to see in here and, and uh, we're going to keep it rolling. I do. So thank um, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for so much for listening in. Uh, I have been Cody.
1: And I'm still Jason.
0: He's still Jason. And we, have been the Mashing Joys crew. Thank you. Uh, as always, eat your vegetables, wear a fucking mask. Have a good day, you guys, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. GG Fire.
1: Welcome everybody to another episode of Mashing Joys. Unfortunately, our co host, Mr. Cody Myers, could not join us for the interview. He will be back for the tail end of this episode but we have a special guest today, Mr. GG Fire. He is taking time out of his very busy day to watch flies fly by my head as we talk about (laughs) streaming. So, Mr. Fire, how are you today?
2: I am great. Thank you for asking. Uh, It's the weekend, so this is the time where I get a little bit of a break from the stream, Um,
1: but I'm doing good. Good. I'm glad. Well, I appreciate you taking time out of your – weekend vacation from streaming to <laughs> sit down with me and talk a little bit so let's dive right into it how how did you get into streaming what what really drew you to the profession
2: uh well it really all started with the uh, facebook gaming streamer pretty much the first one uh stone mountain 64 so he's he is the guy that i've looked up to the most since day one um you know i kind of started by watching a funny video of his where he used to go into a battle royale game and uh, act like a commanding officer so he would use his microphone effect to sound like he was doing you know actual army communications kind of deal and it was hilarious and so watching his videos brought me to his streams and um through stone mountain you know and the relationships that he has with other streamers it just kind of led to me following more and more people associated with him um and so it really all started with just some of the best in the business on facebook gaming stone mountain 64 darkness 429 uh, dimes gaming these are some of the guys that uh, i saw what they're doing it was it looked incredible they did such a great job at it and i just wanted to say or i just felt like i could i could do that but in my own way and um obviously you never really know how your stream's gonna go when you first start you're starting from zero you don't know if anybody's gonna want to watch you uh if they're gonna like what game you're playing so on and so forth but um yeah it really all started by just watching some of the best in the business in my opinion
1: that's awesome that's actually the second time Um, out of all the streamers that we've interviewed that stone mountain has come up. Um, and actually the second time dimes has come up as well. Uh, that's actually how exhibit got started was he watched dime stream and apparently dime was doing some, uh, I think it was like Easter eggs, uh, during zombies and X reached out to him, was like, Hey, I know how to do these. And he was like, all right, join us. And so that's how he kind of got started. So pretty cool to, to see that. Um, where where it kind of sprouted so let's let's dive even further so let's talk about games like how did we get into video games was this something that we started as a young kid or picked up as a teenager like what got us into video games
2: uh like nintendo 64 with my older brother so you know we would play all sorts of games that of course we were allowed to play we weren't allowed to play anything too violent yet somehow uh 007 slipped through the cracks so him and i are just we're always so competitive with one another. And um, it really started, you know, competitively and the interest really got going with the Nintendo 64. So it's definitely been a while uh, since I've been gaming, but it was never really something that I wanted to dedicate a lot of time to until around like 16, which was uh, Call of Duty World at War. So that one still holds my number one game of all time, because that's what really got me fully dive, diving into gaming, um, where I just put so many hours into the game. I wanted to do it competitively. Um, And so that's Xbox and World at War are definitely uh, responsible for how I got so into gaming and how I really got here.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. That's very good. World at War is... Uh, by far my favorite Call of Duty, but actually um, I'm like you, I was very much into games, but it was more like sports games. I didn't get into like competitive gaming until um, Modern Warfare, the very okay. first Modern Warfare, and that was actually um, one of the guys that I played basketball with. He was talking about it, and I was like, dude, this game can't even be that good. He's like, just go play it for five hours and then tell me it's not good. So I went down to, at that point, it was Hastings, and I rented a game, and um, I played it for, like, 12 hours straight, and I went back to the next practice, and I was like, okay, this game's amazing. And he's like, <laughs> I told you, and then that kind of started that love, because it was strictly, like, if you, like, you see the bookshelf behind me, like, that's Blu-ray movies, but right beneath that is all my video games, and probably 90% of them are sports games, because that was, like, my thing, and yeah, then it turned into once I played call of duty, then it was like, Oh, anything that's competitive. I'm going to, I'm going to jump into it for sure. Um, so let's talk about, let's talk about streaming in general. So
0: yeah,
1: when, when you start streaming and, and talk about the difficulty in building a community, like obviously um, when you, when you tune into streams for the viewers out there, you know, they're watching guys that are having, you know, 20 to 100 viewers to thousands of viewers at one time talk about how it started like what how do you deal with a stream where you only have three viewers like what how does that affect you mentally or or what you're doing in the game talk about that a little bit
2: yeah for sure i mean expectations can really determine how long are you going to be in the stream business for you know if you go into it you start out you know you're looking at these idols like stone mountain who never have a viewership problem. And you start your stream thinking about that, then you know you probably already don't have the right approach. A, a really big part of streaming, especially if you're gonna be doing it long term, is accepting that there are absolutely gonna be some ups and downs, and being ready to go from that down to the up, you know, using that as motivation. So For me, I started out uh, when Battle Royales were still really hot. I started when Apex Legends just came out um, and I was playing it on console, but I knew if I was going to stream that I wanted to play on PC. Um, So I started streaming on PC when I really didn't have any like mouse and keyboard experience. Um, So I already was a little bit insecure because I felt like, you know, how am I going to be entertaining if... I'm not even good at this game uh you know I, i'm this is my first time on mouse and keyboard so i'm already a bit insecure at, at this at that moment um but what i learned then and what i still apply even to this day is it's really it doesn't have to be about your skill in the game a lot of people will they don't want to stream because they don't think they're good at the game that they want to play but that's not what streaming is about you know streaming It can be about that. You know, if you want to build your community around your skill, a lot of people do that, but you can also do it about community. And so that's the approach that I have is I know I'm not the best at the games, but um, I am still trying to build a community of, you know, like minded people, just good people, no toxicity, supportive people. And, um, you know, if you take that approach, then people aren't going to care about how good you are. You know, they're going to come there for you. And that's what's what's most important, especially for my channel, is people coming back to watch you, regardless of what the game you're playing.
1: I like it. Let's, so talk about a little bit about the uh like getting rid of the the toxicity because you'll you'll hear every streamer say that right every streamer is going to say you know i want to stream for for my community and the people that enjoy watching me i don't want these people coming in my stream and and being toxic so obviously moderators are a huge part of your community um and any streamers community because they help Mm -hmm. meet that out and they help manage um the stream itself so talk about how Um, Have you ever ran into any issues with toxic people coming into your streams? How have you managed it? Um, Talk about that a little bit.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Thankfully, I haven't had too many run-ins with it. Um, But I, of course, still get the occasional troll that wants to come in and tell me how bad I am at the game or... (laughs) you know, insert comment. I don't feel comfortable saying on the podcast, but um, it's always been the same reaction from day one up and all the way till, till present day is it's just not tolerated. So you're coming in with, you're going to be a troll. You're going to be negative. There is no warning system. You're just gone. You know what I mean? We don't, we don't want to make time. We don't want to give them the spotlight because that's what these people really are coming in for is just to get that attention and try to ruffle your feathers. I found that, if you don't, if you just don't address it, don't even say their name, hit them with the ban button, then you know everybody wins. I win because you're gone, and everybody in the else is that that's watching wins because they don't have to deal with it anymore either. So, sure. what you said about moderators is especially important for me. I've I've got a pretty large moderator team, um, and it's been quite frankly, the reason why I'm able to run so many different events is my moderator team. So shout out to every single one of them. They do so, so much for me and it's all volunteer. And uh, I'm definitely lucky to have people that are dedicated to helping me run my channel.
1: For sure. I can tell you that just from watching your channel, um, your moderators are um, one of the best. Um, Thank you. you I've I've watched stream after stream after stream, obviously running a podcast, you have to do the research, but at the same time, being a video game lover myself, anytime I'm just scrolling through Facebook and I'm starting to get bored, I will always click the little gaming section and start watching some streamers. And I can tell you out of all the streamers that I've watched, your moderators are um, very professional and they get the job done. That was pretty cool. I watched the, the stream where they, uh, they got you that PC. That was pretty yeah. sweet. How'd that feel?
2: <laughs> I'm still accepting. I'm still coming to terms with that, to be totally honest with you, because uh, that wasn't that long ago and uh, totally surprised. I'm not good at I'm not good with surprises. I'm especially not good at accepting gifts. So I felt really it felt awkward, but uh, it's just such an amazing feeling to to get something that you're not expecting, especially of the quality, you know, they, they basically got me a top of the line computer completely out of nowhere and uh yeah that was if you can't tell by my smile i'm still can't i just still can't believe that that happened
1: it was pretty awesome to watch for sure and i can tell you just as a as a viewer it did not seem awkward you actually did a pretty good job i would have been uh speechless and sweating and just looking like a buffoon you actually (laughs) did a really good job managing it and the stream was actually quite enjoyable and, and my wife was actually watching and she's like, Oh my God, that's so nice. Do they do that all the time? I was like, No, <laughs> you don't really get moderators that do that to that extent. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. No um, doubt. Did I see one of your moderators as your fiance? Is that
2: Yeah, yeah, actually that's um that's the reason why I can do what I do now. That's the reason why I even started. You know, when I first started uh, or when I was thinking about starting, you know, we're laying in bed and I'm, and I'm talking to her and I'm saying, you know, I mentioned what I mentioned to you earlier. I watched Stone Mountain. I watched these guys and I don't know. I just I feel like I could do this. I feel like I could I could enjoy this and I feel like I might be OK at it. And she said, you know what, you know, give it a try. The worst that can happen is that it doesn't go well and you, you know, you just don't have to keep doing it. But give it a try and I'll support you fully. And I didn't fully grasp what she meant. When she said she support she would support me fully, until you know that the first stream where she's moderating everything for me, she's trying to get people to, to talk with me and with her in the chat. Um, it's come got to a point where in present day I actually bring her on stream twice a week uh, to you know involve her in my content. So she is such a huge part of uh, of my stream and. You know if you watch for just a couple of days it wouldn't take you long to notice that
1: <laughs> <laughs> for sure. that's awesome that's very cool um, so let's let's go off stream a little bit what do we what do we like to play when we're off stream
2: um off stream I, I don't change it up too much I'll admit that uh, I just last night off stream finished all the little side missions for Ghost of Tsushima uh, that's a game that I was completely addicted to. It's such an awesome PlayStation game, but uh, outside of that, I'll still play uh, like Rocket League off stream just to try to, you know, fine tune those skills or lack thereof. <laughs> it's such a tough game. So it, it does take a lot of practice and a lot of hours to really try to see some improvements. So, uh, you know, definitely Rocket League as much as I can, but to be totally honest with you, Jason, I, I don't really gain much off stream. Um, not only do I not really have too much time, but if I do have time in between streams, then you know my main focus is dedicating that to Dana because she's so supportive, and I already stream eight hours a day during the week. You know. I, I don't think it's, it's already not super fair dedicating just a couple hours to her a day when she deserves more. So I really try to focus on making sure that she gets love and attention when, when I'm not behind the camera.
1: That's awesome. Um, and that's actually a very common answer uh, with streamers. Uh, I know X and wink felt the same way. Um, which I mean, obviously, if, if that's your profession, I mean, for, you know, I do sales, I don't come home and do sales, I'm done with sales, <laughs> and I play video games. So I yeah. can totally understand. Um, I can totally understand that. Let's talk about the pandemic a little bit. So obviously, yeah. everyone is a, in a different world right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, how has that affected your schedule, um, your streaming? Like, has it changed at all? What's what's been different? How have you adjusted?
2: Um, you know, I think the main adjustment would be that during this pandemic is actually when I made the full-time jump. Um, and I think that's because everybody's home, content consumption is at an all-time high. You know, you're going to have a lot easier of a time watching a stream uh working from home than working at your office or wherever wherever you might be working. So it's definitely helped from from that perspective my my schedule hasn't changed too much other than adding an additional four hour stream since I went uh full time so you know as bad as pandemic is, it's actually helped me achieve some some pretty big goals with the with the content consumption being up
1: That's good that's good that's good to hear um, mm. and obviously, I don't know why this guy wants to be around now. I
2: still see it yeah <laughs> so, uh, all right. <laughs> um
1: let's talk about so not just the the pandemic but let's talk about streaming in general like how how did you ever see streaming going to the place that it went for you and how has it impacted your life
2: I absolutely did not <laughs> I did not see this happening especially this soon of course uh, of course you can dream and you can you know you can aspire to get to a certain point but um you know being realistic I did not think that I would be where I am today when I first started. So, you know, you mentioned how has it impacted my life? I would ask back to you, how hasn't it, you know, this it's, it's done quite, it's done everything for me. I, this is a dream. So, um, you know, you hear the saying all the time, you know, how's your day going? People say living the dream. I, I mean it, (laughs) I, I mean it when I say it and I don't, I don't take it for granted for even a second. I still just feel so, so lucky to be able to do this as a job and so fortunate to have a community that's supportive of me while I do this, you know, I'm all, I, I know it doesn't for some it's, it's a lot, but still 4,000 follows. Isn't that much in the grand scheme of things compared to the big guys that have were streaming for multiple years to get to the point that they are now. So, sure. um, you know, 4000 isn't that much, but I've still managed to do this as a job because of the support that I have for my community. And so it's just there's not a day that goes by that that, that, this doesn't blow my mind that, you know, I wake up and I play games in front of people as my job. I just feel so lucky. (laughs) I feel so lucky.
1: I can tell just by your, your facial expression. When you say that out loud, it still kind of gets you. It is. Yeah. It's It's
2: still fresh. Like granted it's not like I, my first free full-time stream was June 1st. Um, So it's still kind of fresh now being the beginning of August. Um, But yeah, it's been two months and I'm still feeling the same way I felt on June 1st.
1: That's awesome. Let's talk about end goal. So what's the end goal? Where, where, where do we want to be? What's the plan? Um, to give you some ideas of what's out there some other streamers you know x wanted to um, basically create a community to the point where he can still stream but he's more of a supporter for other streamers creating a platform for them and wink is you know he's all about games so he wanted to stream until he died so what's (laughs) what's end game for you
2: um you know for the longest time i was thinking end game was just going full-time and my mindset was, you know, I've going to have to dedicate at least three to five years to do that. So I didn't really think, not thinking that I would go full-time as soon as I did, I wasn't really thinking much further than that. But, you know, now that I've got been there for a few months, um, definitely the main goal would just be becoming a Facebook gaming partner. That's that would be so huge and was such a massive accomplishment and just an testament to all the hard work. But, um, that's the main goal is being partnered. I don't have a goal of, you know, sure. I look up to these guys like stone mountain darkness, Four Two Nine, But I don't look up to them to a point where, you know, I want to get to that point being realistic with myself. I'm very, very content with where I am right now. So, you know, where I am right now got me to full time. I'm not looking to be a millionaire. I'm not looking to have a million follows. I'm just looking to be able to stream for my community full time and just pay my bills as long as I can pay my bills, then I'm content. You know what I mean? So I don't have these big, huge aspirations. I'm full-time streamer now. I'm not taking it for granted. And uh, Facebook gaming partner would be great, but I'm still very happy with where I am right now.
1: That's good. That's good to be in. Actually, that's uh, same similar mindset to uh, myself. We have uh, obviously this podcast, but I also host a sports podcast, And everyone asks me that, you know, what's, what's your end game for, for the podcast. And really it's just, I want to get to the point where I got, you know, little money coming in from sponsors or whatever to just not only pay for the channel, but pay for my bills. And then I can just hang out with my kids and my family and do what I enjoy to do. And I don't need to, to make a million dollars or, or thousands and thousands of dollars. I just need, you know, a little nest egg to, to take care of my bills and, uh, and live life, hang out with my kids and hang out with my family. Nothing, nothing too crazy. Um, Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about your charity streams. So um, a big reason why I wanted to have you on here is because um, even though I may look tough, I am actually a very big softy and watching those streams are amazing. And I really, I want to shine light on it because I hope that when people check you out from watching, Um, this channel that uh, they start checking out your charity streams because that's pretty cool what what got you into that how did you get started doing that
2: so actually you know in the towards the beginning of the interview we talked about who my big inspirations were that is where Dimes particularly comes into play watching some of his community events and the amount of money he's raised for charity and the really cool and fun things he would do to try to raise more money that was just the coolest thing to me and you could really see how his community just completely comes together and just feels like a big family. I just I admired that so much, and I wanted to be able to kind of do that myself and maybe put in my own little twist on things. but you know more importantly, the frequency of charity events is where I really wanted to I wanted to do that I wanted to do these kind of things as often as possible so we actually have done this every 1000 follows um and that's kind of what i've committed to my community is you know every 1000 follows we're going to choose a new charity and we're going to do as much uh we're going to raise as much money as we possibly can uh and it's just important to me a because it's important to give back you know it's this has all happened so fast for me i i told you earlier i feel So lucky to have gotten where I am so quickly. And so it's especially important that we as a community come together and raise money for other communities that could really use that help, just as people have helped me out. So I do, I've done, I believe, five, six charity events since March of last year, which is when I started streaming March of last year. And um, with last month's uh, $17,000 adding to the total. We're somewhere around, I believe 25,000 raised for charity total, um, since March of last year. So my favorite content to record the my favorite streams to date have absolutely been the charity streams. There's nothing more fulfilling than that. There's no feeling like helping another community out. Um, it's, it's my favorite thing to do. And I don't plan on stopping anytime soon.
1: That's awesome. What, uh, what got you into, was it dimes? Did he stream with, um, cancer patients and things like that? Is that how you decided to do that? Or was that something that you came up with on your own?
2: Um, so that wasn't dimes inspired. Um, Shaving my head, which it is currently bald because of the charity goal, is something that was Dimes inspired. But bringing a, bringing people directly from you know affected by brain cancer from the Pediatric Brain Tumor Foundation uh, was actually something that both myself and my point of contact Dave May has worked out, um, where he they have a, they have something called a Star Program. Okay. And STARS are children that have are either enduring treatment right now or ha- have already survived a diagnosis. And so PBTF does this really awesome thing where they just stay connected throughout that child's lifetime uh, just to offer support um, and, you know, just be a part of their life. So, you know, I played with uh, one uh, one kid who had already survived it Uh, and has been cancer-free for a number of years. We played with a kid who is sadly in treatment right now uh, and just needed something, you know, needed some distraction time uh, to just not focus on all the craziness in his life. Mm -hmm. And then we also played with a 20-year-old who was cancer-free for about like 12 to 13 years. So they really cover the entire spectrum. And I had never done anything like that before, but I can promise that it, it won't be the last time. That was just some of the most fulfilling content I've ever recorded. Uh, I could see it in chat, you know, the community loved it, but the feeling that I got there, there's nothing, nothing in gaming has ever given me a feeling like what I got just last month. And so it's, it's motivated me for sure to really try to keep doing charity work and try to get more people on the stream that are directly affected by whatever we're raising money for.
1: That's awesome. You talked about uh, your community there. Um, and actually one thing that we do on our podcast is we actually reach out uh, to your community and we see if they have any questions for you. Um, you know, this is specifically fun cause you'll get uh, you'll get some questions that are clearly either inside jokes or uh, <laughs> they are, Um, you know from a a long-standing past and so not a lot of people will understand why the question is being asked Um, but Sam actually asks um, you know he wanted to know um, what got you into giving back um, and the charity work. and so obviously we just talked about that Um, and he wanted to just see like how how has that inspired you to get your your community involved because obviously you're going to see you're going to see charity, you know, everywhere with sports that you watch or or TV shows or, or commercials yeah. or whatever. Um, and, you know, you can get involved, but what drove you into getting your community involved?
2: Um, I think showing the community, but really just anybody who was willing to listen or see that there is a lot of good in gaming. You know, there's a really, for some people out there, I'd say, I'd argue a good amount of the population still see gaming as just a waste of time or just a hobby here and there. Um, You know, you'll hear, I've had the troll come in and stream before, you know, get a job. You know, why are you streaming? You know, people just see it as just this thing where you play, you spend too much time with your friends on. But, it's important to show that you can use gaming and streaming in such a good way in, if, you, if you can use it as a method to come together for a good cause. And it doesn't matter what the good cause is, charity work can do exactly that. And it's, it's a message that can resonate raise money for cancer twice now. So, you know, these are all causes that can resonate with so many different people given different life experiences. Pushing less for, hey, you know, if you're looking for somebody to game with, then come join the stream or come join the group. Um, It's more about building relationships. And I think it's really, it's easy to do that when you have a cause to focus on and to support each other with and to work towards a goal. And so that's what's been really important for sure is just highlighting different causes these messages will resonate with various people and whether or not it resonates, these are good causes, you know, whether you have an experience with, with the cause or not, it's hard to say, well, they don't need my money. (laughs) Right. Of course, of course, everybody can use some help, especially during the pandemic where physical fundraisers are essentially, they don't happen anymore. Right. So now is an especially important time uh, for any streamers watching, considering doing charity work now is the most important time to do it.
1: Brayden asked, did you ever think about quitting? And if so, what kept you going?
2: Um, I think there, I don't think there's a streamer out there that's never considered quitting. I can't speak for everybody, but absolutely there have been times where what I mentioned earlier, you're going through one of those lows, you know, everybody has their ups and downs and it's how, one of the, some of the best advice I can give to anybody is everybody has their ups and downs, but it's how you respond to the downs that will set you apart from other streamers and my fiance knows better than anybody there are times where i'll I'll end a stream and she can just tell that i'm visibly upset you know what we did the stream not go well she'll ask or, or what happened and you know every time she just reminds me you've been through this so many times in the last year and a half you know this time is no different you're gonna rise above it and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna kill it you know just stick with it and that's what that's it's like I said, it, it's happened multiple times where, you know, the stream isn't doing too well for a week or maybe a month. Maybe you're not seeing the numbers that you want to see um, But use that as motivation is what I do. What did I do last month that maybe caused this drop in viewership? And what can I do to bring it back up? How can I re-spark the community to come back and support me on the stream? So. Absolutely. It's happened many, many times. Uh, It's never been something that I seriously considered because I love what I do. I absolutely love what I do. Uh, But of course, things definitely get discouraging sometimes. Um, I've just found that using that as motivation is going to be the best thing you can do.
1: For sure. A couple more. Uh, Chris wanted to know what some other dream jobs were when you were younger.
2: Um. So when I graduated high school, I knew that I wanted to work in gaming. I just didn't really know in what capacity. Um, So I actually, the dream job for me in college, even though I wasn't pursuing it in my first college degree, was game design. I wanted to make video games. Um, So I actually do have a bachelor's degree in video game design. and I really enjoyed the process of it, but the industry, it just seemed so difficult to try to get into it and without like an internship and, you know, an unpaid internship, there's just so many steps that were so intimidating to me. And it kind of discouraged me after I graduated because, you know, looking for jobs everywhere, everybody wants two to five years experience. I just graduated you know like right. I, I i can't i don't have this experience to get in the field and the job title says entry level so how is it entry level if it's requiring multiple years of experience so it was just so discouraging for me and right around then is when i decided well what about streaming that's still gaming you know that's still a gaming career that's something that can at least be nice uh side cash to help me pay my bills um and that's really what i kind of what i was thinking when i started is it'd be nice it'd be some nice cash here and there if i made any and if this this job is in my way better (laughs) than what i would be doing in the game design industry i think this is the best job you can have in gaming in my opinion
1: absolutely Uh, and then last one i have a feeling this is one of those inside ones uh bradley wants to know how much you truly love cat
2: dude that's absolutely an inside joke. <laughs> Him and I go back and forth on the stream. Um, but Brad, if you're watching, I do love you. You've you've shown me a whole lot of support. And of course you bully me day in and day out. But the fact that you're in my streams day in and day out is appreciated. That's awesome.
1: That is awesome. Well, I do not want to keep you from uh, your day off. I'm sure you and Dana got some cool things planned. So, Um, I will let you get out of here. I really do appreciate you taking the time out of your day to sit down and and enlighten us on your career. Um, Anything, anything coming up on stream that we should look forward to? I will tell you this. I was super excited about your stream of um, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. And I unfortunately missed most of the streams. Cause I was called into work. <laughs> and then the one stream I got to tune into was right at the end. And I was like, Oh no, oh, dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I,
1: I texted my cousin. I was like, I just tuned into Fire's stream and I watched the final cutscene." Oh no. He's all, are you even going to play the game now? I was like, i think i have to but you do i know how it ends and i was like ah no of course the one time i tune in is the very end you've got to be kidding me
2: oh man looks like a great game though you can always watch recordings on facebook so if you go to my page you can of course check out all of my videos no matter how long ago you want to watch back you can always watch recordings um you know I i loved ghost of tsushima so i would definitely definitely recommend anybody play it um My community gave me a lot of crap over me cutting my horse a couple times on accident. So if you watch those through, then you're going to see a lot of bullying and uh, getting better and better. We host tournaments. Um, I host tournaments every week on my channel. So just things to come or more Rocky League tournament action, different types of tournaments. Um, And yeah, just going to keep grinding right going to keep working towards uh full time ta- towards a, not full time but towards a facebook gaming partner but i know that's a long ways away so streaming is just a long grind and you got to dedicate a, you know as much time as you can to making the best content and um, stay motivated and so that's where i am right now it's just we did an amazing month last month raising a bunch of money for charity and now i'm just trying to keep the momentum rolling a- into this month of August.
1: Thank you. Well, I like it. Enjoy your day. I re- really appreciate you coming on, and uh, we'll uh, we'll keep tuning in, and we'll put, uh, if, if you're watching right now, you can go into the description, whether you're on our podcast channels or our YouTube channel, in the description will be all of Mr. Fire's links, uh, so you can go check him out, watch his streams. I encourage it. He is an incredible rocket leaguer even though he's probably going to be humble and tell you that he's not but he is he makes me look like a pleb and (laughs) he has some great content so go check him out um yeah we appreciate you stopping by
2: thank you jason thank you for having me
1: no problem my man all right well you have a good day tell dana we say hello and thank you for uh giving up some of your day off and uh we will catch you on the stream
0: sphere
2: sounds great see you later have a great weekend
0: you as well